listening to Charge Tech Podcast, the podcast that looks at tech and how it's shaping the world around us. I'm your host, Zach Grosser, and another host is... Federico Motti. I kind of screwed it up, but we did it. We did it. It's fine. So Owen's not here, um, so it's just Federico and I, um, and we are recording in the afternoon on a Friday, opposed to the morning on a Thursday, so we have Kleine Birches. Which is really nice. And we're in my apartment, so hopefully the sound is still okay yeah i think i think it actually has a good chance of being better even fingers crossed fingers crossed no offense owen <laughs> if he ever listens to this <laughs> we have nice thick curtains here so i think that like absorbs a lot of the echo and hopefully this all gets recorded because we're using soundtrap again actually which is cool yeah third week in a row um it's my new favorite thing so yeah, it works really well. Everyone, please follow me on Soundtrap, because I have zero followers. I also feel like maybe it, like, it's easier for you to edit in Soundtrap? Um, yes, I would say, because I don't have to deal with the slowness that Adobe software has. Yeah. Um, Soundtrap has its own like things that make it slow, but yeah, I can work on my Chromebook, so I'm a happy person, even... If it, it even if it added like fifteen minutes to my edit time, I'd still use it. Yeah. So. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Um. Uh. Where should we start today? So. The weather is super nice. Yes, the weather. It finally looks oh. like it is actually spring, going towards summer. I feel like it. We skipped spring. We had like. Yeah. That week in February, and then it got cold again, and that yeah. was our spring. Yeah, and we had a lot of rain and shit. But actually, I mean, it's super windy. So even though it's like 20 degrees, which is very nice and enjoyable. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, sorry. It's like 70-ish. Um, it's still very windy, which don't makes it like kind of cold sometimes. Because I was having wine yesterday outside and it was actually not that enjoyable. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not good. No. I, I have like a, when I learned Celsius, I did it like a year before I moved. I was like... Okay, I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna learn, and I've I've quickly realized that instead of trying to do the like, this degree is this degree in Fahrenheit, just like what am I gonna wear depending on the number? Yeah. So like 21 and above is shorts for me. Yeah. And so it was 20 like, this afternoon when I was putting clothes on for the first time and <laughs> gonna go work from a, a cafe and um, yes, I put shorts on and I was not disappointed. Nice. And so it's supposed to be 30 on Sunday. I know, I know, I know. And that's it's hot. Yeah, that's a lot, especially for the Netherlands. Usually it gets really humid as well. Right. And I mean, if you know me, I always wear all black, even in summer. So Zex has wear, is wearing shorts and like a shirt that has like short sleeves and I'm here in a turtleneck and jeans. <laughs> Granted, it's my summer um turtleneck so your summer turtleneck yeah. that's so funny it's a crop top <laughs> <laughs> yeah and no. i'm on a you know a higher floor so it's kind of warm in here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it, as you know there's no air conditioning and it gets really warm in my apartment too but then i'll just wear less clothes yeah when i'm at home <laughs> yes i couldn't do that while we were recording this no that would be weird but um, yeah, what are we going to talk about this week? I okay, mean, so WWDC is coming up. Yes. Next week is Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference. And so I think we should talk about like rumors that we've heard, things we'd like to see, some pros and cons. And we've been teasing um, the Apple Timmis. 
And we did get an iPod Touch this week. Yeah, which I thought was interesting, to say the least. It's been years since the iPod Touch was refreshed, so I thought it was kind of fun that they did it. I don't... Well, we can talk about it Yeah. as we dive in. Um, and then we should also talk about, like, they've, they're being sued... We talked about the Spotify website and like that. They're they're being sued in a couple of places for like monopoly status for the app store. So they published this like defense and it sort of to me is baffling because it like reinforces why they should, you know, maybe break up the app store or separate themselves from it or make all their default apps changeable or, or something. I think they like argued against themselves with it because it just seems like tone deaf. And then um, we should also talk about, like, the Playdate. Oh, hell yeah. Which is a new gaming device that came out um, in partnership with Teenage Engineering. But um, just for everybody, next week what we'll be doing is a Monday event, like a podcast on Monday night right after DubDub that we're going to try and publish as soon as possible. I won't be there, unfortunately. Oh, no. But we have our special guest, Mac, on again, if if, if I'm all right. If it's... Yeah. If I'm getting this right. So if you listen to our special episode for Google I.O., our friend Mac was on it. So he's coming back for our WWDC event. Nice. Quote, unquote, event. I think um, this is the first time in a long time that I miss a keynote, an Apple keynote. I'm, I'm going to see, like, a, a show um, at a venue here in Amsterdam, so I'm not I'm not going to be able to, like, take a peek while it's going on. But, yeah. I think it's okay because what I was going to say is we're still going to have an episode next week. Yeah. On, like, the normal time. Yeah. So you can give us all your takes then. Right. And they'll be, like, hotter takes because you'll have had time to, like, look at all the news and think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah, see yeah. everyone else's reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think next week we're going to focus a lot on gaming because I think, like, Owen and I have been talking about gaming stuff. And, like, we'll probably see Apple Arcade at DubDub. There's this, you told me there's a Stadia event. Yeah, well, there's rumors of a Stadia event being on around July first of july i read or second i don't know something that's soon first week of july yeah that's next month oh my god um and i'm really excited for it but like because we didn't really get much at google io there were some talks uh that were not part of the main keynote about it apparently oh really yeah but i didn't really look into what they said but no major news came from that so it's hard just like dub dub there's like there's like 300 events, I think, at Google I.O. It's yeah. hard to like keep up on all the talks. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. WWDC has a lot of like these talks. A lot, a lot of them don't end up getting like recorded or distributed. So I always forget that it's actually like a conference. So it's not yeah. just one talk. It's just a it's week like a full whole of stuff. week. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny because I was actually talking to a friend of mine who sometimes goes there because like he has an iOS app in the App Store. Um, and he's like, I didn't get tickets this year, but I'm going to go anyway. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. How does that work? But yeah, there's a lot of stuff around it. And right. a lot of people that are working in the same area are there as well. So it's, I guess it's a good place to go. So in 2013, 2012, in 2012, there was WWDC at Moscone Center in downtown San Francisco. And I worked just like a couple blocks away at the Apple store. And they actually staffed the event. Like, all the ushers were Apple Store employees. Oh, really? And um, that was cool. I didn't get a chance to do that. I was an usher at, like, the f- the iPad mini launch event. I think I was an usher. Anyway, um, it was at Moscow Center a couple blocks away. And I had, like, an Apple badge, like, for 
corporate because I like did training down in Cupertino. So I had like the official Apple badge and I, I brought it to work. We weren't really supposed to keep them because like we were working at stores and like our store didn't have like the same kind of badge readers. So anyway, long story short, we stuck into a party <laughs> because we they have all these parties around it like summer like you said like other events that other people are hosting like developers and companies that want to like recruit or show off what they're working on or whatever but apple was hosting one in yerba buena gardens which is like really close and i a bunch of us like took off our employee shirts as soon as we got off our shifts and walked over with our like apple badges and tried to get in through security as like apple corporate employees and two of the four of us got in and uh it actually was pretty lame but (laughs) was it mostly white men it was (laughs) no i see a face of trauma (laughs) yeah it was it was fine it was fine it was exciting as like a retail employee that didn't make enough money to live in the bay area like to get free food and drink was like really exciting so <laughs> anyway that's not a great story but there you go <laughs> i love it it's my dub dub story yeah so yeah i don't know for me it would totally be irrelevant to ever go to a dub dub dc i feel but I, like what does it cost to go there oh it's a lot it's crazy because you pay like you pay a hundred dollars a year to have a, a, developer, a account. developer account yeah and then a lot of these people are like indie developers too. Like Apple's all about like not just the big companies making games and apps, but like the indie developers. And still, they charge like thousands of dollars to fill one of these passes. When I was at Square, what they would do is the Eng team would get like I don't know so many passes, and they would share them. Yeah. So they would make like a spreadsheet and see who wants to go to like what event, yeah, and they okay. would pass off their like yeah dub dub pass because you can only I've use done it that before as well at a conference. Yeah. When it was actually a conference that was really close to the place I was working, and they had like oh, nice. three passes or something, so you just you could just walk over there. Like at some point, my name was Derek something. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Please don't look at the name on my badge. My name is actually Derek. Let me just. <laughs> I went to Google I/O once. Uh, with the first year they had like design centric. Um, I don't want to say courses, but like track. They had a design track as part of the conference, and I went that year. And that, I felt like, was worth it. And, like, if it was happening and you could go, it would be worth going. Yeah. But I don't know if, like, WWDC is, like, something that I feel like I would get value out of. No, I, would, I, I never have even, like, played with the idea of that. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, it's going on, though. Okay, yeah, and, so it's next week. Um. So, typically at WWDC, they will do some they will release some new stuff and i think for sure for sure we're gonna get new ios yeah so they always do like the preview of some of the things that are coming yeah so that developers can start working on them and then they release these beta builds yeah and oh i remember installing them yeah so you can like install you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that well if you have a spare device it's like totally fine but not on your day-to-day i'm not a developer you shouldn't do it I saw a tweet literally today that was like, here comes the, where I tell everyone not to download beta builds and then eight minutes later install it on my phone. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. A couple of years ago, I was just so excited about everything that Apple was doing that I would definitely do it. And I was like, fuck it, I will just make a backup and it'll be all right, you know? But right now, to be honest, like I, yeah, as we all know by now, I barely update my phone any anyway. <laughs> so like, I mean... Uh, yeah, 
I, I don't care that much anymore. And it also f- all feels very the same. Thing is, though, with the new iOS, what I'm kind of excited about is they're going to introduce dark mode, I think. I was going to say, okay, so, like, just, you know, for context here, a lot of what we're about to talk about are rumors. Yeah. we Things that have leaked or people have guessed about what's happening. So yeah. some of these things might not actually be real. Yeah. But the fact that dark mode is potentially the, like, highlight feature really just... Oh, it's just for me, it's the highlight feature. Well, it wasn't last year the Mac OS was like dark mode was the big feature. I hate it. Oh, I love it. I hate it so much. Ooh, tell me more why you hate it. Um, I just can't deal with the black background in mail. Oh. I think it's disgusting. I don't use mail. Maybe what other apps do you hate it in? Um, basically anything that has like a, usually like a white input, input field to type in. Oh, a white input field. I just feel like the background of a thing where I'm going to type in should be white. We're sitting in front of an iMac, so I'm going to open things and ask you. Yeah. What about Finder? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what I, I, I don't know what my brain made of you this. You hate this. Um, because, like, dark mode is obviously all the white things are now dark, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. For- <laughs> That's the, the whole thing. But then, like, I opened mail and I was like, this is too weird. I can't get used to the fact that... Oh, it's different. The background is black. Um, so not it's not a, a Mac OS thing, but the Twitter website, like Twitter.com, on desktop, updated. They redid their design recently, and then they have dark mode. And so it took me a while to adjust, but now I'm like, here, I'm going to go to Twitter. This, I mean, I look I at like Twitter this. in dark mode. Same. I do the same. And you, I you also like have the, the dark mode on in my, um, in my, uh, in, in the app as well on my phone. I really like it. And I also really like, strangely enough, I love it on my phone. Right. But on my laptop, it's, maybe it's just a thing I really have to get used to. I'm not really sure. But, like, I couldn't deal with it and I switched back. Like Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm really interested, like, this trend, because it is a trend of, yeah. like... But it's not It's not only just a trend. It's not, like, only a visual thing. It's also, like, it's nicer for your eyeballs. Um, it's potentially better for the planet, because if pixels are black they're off it depends on the type of display right so like the oled displays that phones are being made with now it does use less power but i'm not sure it's the same with everything yeah right because like this the screen on like the iphone 8 is not like that i don't know to me it's interesting how for me it feels different to be on dark mode on my phone than on my computer that's fair and i to be fair i think a big chunk of that is that in my computer, I'm just so stuck in my ways. I was going to say, yeah. And I don't think being stuck in your ways on your computer is a bad thing because it makes me fast and it makes me, you know, do my routines that I use for working and I, basically I make money off being quick with my computer, right? I think it's the hardest part of like switching operating systems is you're just like, so, so like the first time I had a Mac, I was like, how do I computer? Yeah. It was just like I didn't I like literally didn't know what to do anymore because yeah, I had to been, make that new mind ma- yeah. um, mental map again. Exactly. And so when I switched to Chrome OS, I was like what do I use a computer for? I think it's so interesting if you kind of like visualize um a computer OS as like a physical space 
and there are so many rooms red I, I think about photoshop in this way sometimes like oh yeah photoshop is like this piece of software that you can basically do anything with but everyone that uses it to make money with has their own little pockets that they use yeah and there's so many oppor- there's so many other things that you could do but it's just like as if you have like a big mansion and you just keep some doors shut <laughs> i am um, i want to like call photoshop an operating system mm-hmm. because it's that's the scale it has and you can like install software on it and you can hack it and like i mean I like it's yeah. as complex as the operating system and yeah I love that idea, actually. And I feel like it really is. But I just use a specific corner of the software, which yeah. I think is interesting, too. Well, to go back to Apple, like, when iOS, was it 7 that they did the flat redesign? Yeah. Like, that was a big change, and a lot of people had to, like, take time to get used to it. But eventually you're like, oh, yeah, I, this is my thing, and this is how I do it. I think dark mode's the same. It's just, like, it's an adjustment, and the fact that you don't have to make that adjustment on desktop then like you don't have to yeah the only thing i hated about it is that if you're not in dark mode the top bar is white and you can't change it back anymore oh i hate that they did that it used to be like a setting in general yeah you could just change it to black just only that thing please Mm. you could put a strip of masking tape over the top of your (laughs) no the thing is i don't know i got used to that pretty quickly but i felt the adjustment to the whole other thing was just too big i don't know i'm whining here i'm 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 I'm, like well aware that this is like first world problems yeah but i don't know i just i I think it's interesting i'm looking forward to dark mode on ios um i'm not sure oh there is one other really big thing that I hope that they're actually going to do and has been rumored is the ability for you to use your iPad Pro with your computer yeah, as a so second screen. There have been some really exciting rumors about iPad. I've I've seen rumors as crazy as mouse support, yeah. which are the like, you know, like 10% chance they actually happen rumors. And then stuff like multi-window, being able to connect it with your Mac and using it as a second display. Uh. I mean, this is going to kill a few good apps. Like, there is Duet, and there is uh, AstroPad. Right, AstroPad's pretty great. Um, there are some other ones, I think, there as well in that space. Um, but I, I would love it if, like, they do it natively. Like, yeah. that would make my life so much better. So I've, I've seen a lot of rumors about like iOS and macOS coming closer and closer together. Yeah. And I think we're going to see it on the iPad first, especially yeah. because the past two years have been such a huge push for iPad Pro. And a lot of professionals like yourself have been adopting the iPad Pro as their th- daily driver. I think this is only going to work on iPad Pro. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think it's that that's how I mean, you know, at its base apple's a hardware company and so it's about moving hardware and so it would also make a lot of sense because i've been thinking recently like there's been there's other ipads that have um pencil support now as like why would someone buy an ipad pro right like it's not really that clear anymore the ipad lineup is very weird it's weird and i think they'll sort it out at the end of this year yeah so i think if it would be a thing that you could use the ipad pro with your computer that would be a huge selling point for pros, I feel. Uh, yeah, I think that we'll see, uh, like, iPad 
improvements as far as operating system and it will become clearer why you would want one ipad over the other and i think they're going to discontinue certain ipads within a year we'll see like um enough things to happen to get you to spend more money like that's that's like their motivation right so it'll be all about like improving the experience and making it worse on something else and i think we'll see a tv os update because like, they do all their OSs, they put them in, they share some stuff with developers at DubDub, and then they release them in the fall with the uh, iPhone event. Sometimes macOS comes a couple weeks later. but So th- there's four Apple operating systems now, right? So we talked about iOS and macOS a little bit, but like watchOS is going to have some updates, and I think they're going to really push the Apple TV stuff because Owen's been tweeting about this a lot and talking about it. His samsung tv now has the apple tv app that's got itunes he can get hbo through that and right now there's parity between apple tv features and that app with the exception of if you game on the apple tv which is like kind of a punchline because i don't know anyone that does that well i sometimes did do that but it was more of a oh yeah this is possible right other than yeah so uh, you know all the apple apps on apple tv maybe if you have kids yeah but i mean i feel like i just put on youtube kids and the remote is terrible i you know what i've let, got like stockholm syndrome with the remote i've had it so long i'm like yeah it's fine oh no i know it's crap but like i'm just at the place where i can't complain about it because it's like well that's the remote i have the thing is it's one of those remotes where if you get to know the quirks, it's fine. But if you don't know the quirks, you'll be scrolling always right. instead of the good way. It's not intuitive. No, it's not. And like I was always like frustrated, yelling. I would always <laughs> go to this wrong thing. It would just scroll the wrong way. Like I don't know, man. Like I like You're yelling at Siri. Yeah. Into it. No. I'm we just didn't kidding. even get Siri because for some oh, reason no. here in the Netherlands. They only brought out a version without that. So I bought my Apple TV here in the Netherlands, but I have Siri because the iTunes account I logged in with is US. I'm very sorry. That sucks. I know. I hate that they do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can come back to it, but speaking of like region locked things, Apple Pay updates maybe we'll probably see all those in the fall with the iphone stuff oh i've heard that here in the netherlands apple pay is actually gonna be a thing yeah next week well i saw a twitter thread of people getting it to work and then it getting turned off yeah so we'll see june 3rd i've heard oh well that'll be exciting yeah um and then so uh sorry jumping around so much so i think apple tv right now they released the samsung app and I think they're going to put it on some other TVs. This is the only one I know about. Maybe LG. But smart TVs are getting an Apple uh, app for playing content. And I think now is when they do the, oh, but here's some other feature that's only available on the Apple TV to get people to buy Apple TVs. Because, again, they're a hardware I wish, company. I wish they sometimes would just retire shit, man. Like, like what? You can actually still go to the Apple store and buy an iPod Shuffle. Really? Yeah. I wish they would continue updating products like that. Like, they don't need to retire the iPod Shuffle. They just need to give it some Wi-Fi. But why is there, like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there yeah, is I hear so many saying. things in the lineup that just don't make sense to me. 
Like the Apple TV, like I've had two generations of Apple TV. I've never bought them myself. My ex-partner bought them. And while I enjoyed using it, it was never a thing where I went, oh, I wish I had this. Or, oh, I have a, I have a big need for this. Mm. And they're pretty cheap. I mean, they're like 100 yeah, they're not bad. or something. They have two models with different storage capacity. Yeah. But to be honest, like, I mean, if a hardware product can just be an app, please let it just be an app. Why, why, does there, why is there a need for a physical thing in my house? Well, the thing that I connect the physical thing to can already do that. I feel like you're preaching to the choir. I'm like Mr. Chrome OS over here. I just want like it to be a website and please don't sell me another thing. Yeah, because like I mean, they're always like so like environment blah blah blah. But then maybe stop making products that we don't want or need. I I personally like my Apple TV because I want my set top box and my TV separate. But it's not because I need a separate piece of hardware. It's because the TV manufacturers have been so slow to make good yeah quote unquote smart features yeah. but now that like everyone's playing in that space of like well then we have a netflix button on our remote mm-hmm. and now apple is playing it you know it's only a matter of time before tvs become the place where you can get everything yeah. like what if you could get your apple content and netflix and hbo and disney and hulu it's like all of a sudden the tv is the one place where everything's available and yeah. these devices aren't it's going to be really interesting to see yeah. companies like roku try to adapt i don't know I, th- I still i also think it's super interesting that they came out with a refresh refresh of the ipod yeah i think that's really interesting I'm, I'm not like i wonder what their target market is that's what i was gonna say i think it's kids still yeah but yeah, because I remember yeah, I remember uh, 10 years ago, I was dating someone and their brother, uh, They his parents thought they were too young to have an actual phone, but they could have an iPod. Um, but I don't get that because the only main difference is not that you can call and text because there's a billion apps to do that with and most people are calling and texting Yeah, because you can now. WhatsApp. I think the question is like, connectivity it's like cell service or wi-fi and cell service costs money and wi-fi is free for the most part so that's pretty much the only difference i guess i could probably use an ipod touch for 90 percent of what i do with my phone yeah if i was on an android but yeah i guess it's like those edge cases when you're like away from wi-fi which i mean edge case it depends on who you are and where you are yeah but us living in cities Except even the train's got Wi-Fi. I don't know, like, how often are you away from Wi-Fi? It's not much. When I'm outside, when I'm navigating. Yeah. When I want to go by train, because, I mean, trains have Wi-Fi, but some of them do and some of them don't. And then, I mean, for some reason, the Intercity Direct, which is, like, the fast train, doesn't have internet. Weird. Yeah. It's the one that you pay extra for. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah, but, you know, if you're 10 years old, an iPod Touch is probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. But would that actually be the market that they're trying to sell to? That's a really good question, because it's like, the competition in that space isn't, like, iPhone. Because, I mean, It's, like, the Switch. 
the Nintendo Switch. Right. And like the price points are, I guess, kind of similar. How much is the Switch? Three fifty. Hmm. iPod Touch new. Oh, it starts at one ninety nine. Okay, that's cheap. Wow. They're, they're quite beautiful. Like they I've said colors. this. I think I've said this in the Slack before. Uh, Slack um, Discord. Um, but I used to think that the iPad Touch was actually the perfect iPhone. That's funny. Because the form factor is so good. It's thinner. It's like it has a big screen. It has a camera. Like. And it still has a home button. Yeah. Can you believe they have a home button in 2019? Well, I mean, the iPhone 8 also still has a home button. Oh, does it? Does the... Oh, and the iPad Air still has a home button. Of course, yeah. Hmm, interesting. All right, so new iPod Touch. And as far as hardware goes, like we said, a lot of it comes out at a different time of year. But there are rumors that we're getting an iMac... Or, I'm sorry, a Mac Pro. Mm -hmm. The first update in, like, four years. And maybe a Apple display. Would you buy an Apple display? This is this is a very this this is a very emotional question. I know. That's why I asked. This, this is a lot because I've been wishing and wishing for a good Apple display for years. Because last time I bought a not cinema display but Thunder. Thunder, whatever the fuck they were called. Thunderbolt display. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the last time I got one of those was when I was still employed. And I got them at work, obviously. And I really loved that screen. But also, they hadn't updated it in, like, forever. So, yeah. at some point, they brought out, like, this, the thing with LG. Like, the black they screen. They just sell LG displays in store now. Yeah, well... Because USB-C. So when USB-C yeah. happened, which was 2017, 16? Yeah, then they brought out that thing. But I They I, just started selling the LG 5K displays, yeah, which were USB-C. They were pretty nice. I really like the look of them. But they're really expensive. And as you all know, I'm still on a like, 2013 MacBook. So it didn't really make sense to buy that for me. But my uh, studio mate, Recently got like a really fucking cool Samsung screen. I'm I'm on the edge of buying one. That's the one that tilts and everything. It's called if you just Google like Am- Samsung flat display. So beautiful. They call it. They have a name for it, but I can't remember. I don't know. It's like super minimal. Yeah. It like basically mounts to the back of your desk, and you can move it around. It's so good. Like for me, that would be fucking perfect. It's kind of like. It's actually kind of what I like envision a good Wacom would be like. Right. Beautiful. So the Surface flat. Studio. Yeah, but better. <laughs> but better. Yeah, I think. But like, it's just a screen. You can't draw on it, unfortunately. But like, it looks just super good. Um, and when I saw that on his desk, I was like, I want that. I need that. I think with the Apple displays, the draw, and, like, the reason I, we're sitting here in front of an iMac is because Apple does a really good job of calibrating their displays. Yeah. That's what I color really Color calibration. Yeah. And for creatives, that's, like, the thing yeah. is color calibration. And so yeah. that was the reason you'd spend $1,000 on a cinema display versus the, like, same panel in a Samsung monitor for yeah. $400. Exactly. Because, like, right now, if I do colors, I do them on my iPad or on my MacBook, but never on my external screen. Right. And so that's the leg up Apple's already have. But that's like, we're having the same conversation we have about everything. Like, people would get an Apple product because it was designed better 
than everyone else. And that's why people were like, Apple, make your own TV, please. Because, like, people just want, like, someone to care about the quality that goes into it. Yeah. And, like, I'm surprised myself I'm saying this, but I feel like Samsung got the fucking message eventually. Yeah. And they're making TVs that look nice, and they're making hardware that's good, and some people like their phones a lot. So I just... We're now at this place in, like, with companies like Huawei that are making really decent laptops. And, like, obviously, I'm now using a Chromebook because I think it's a good laptop. And Owen switched to Windows because he thinks they're good laptops. So, like, Apple's lost that edge, I think, to some extent. There's still things they do better, but, like, people are competing on design finally. But And they're better, but not, like, 2,000 euro better. Right. Which is... Yes, Exactly. Like, if I can buy a $1,000 Surface or Pixelbook or a $4,000 MacBook, and the differences come down to, well, the MacBook feels a little bit nicer, and I like, better in my I like the trackpad better, yeah. but, and I guess I need, like, some specific software, that, and that's also going away as, like, things are moving to web apps, but, like, Apple's not making $3,000 better computers, especially with the keyboard problems, but, like, that aside, even if there was no keyboard problem, you're still, like, well, I don't know that it's, like, the price difference is... Can you imagine... Quality difference. ...that, like, um, someone would do an actual, like, Adobe computer? (laughs) I can't imagine. I just thought... Do you remember when Facebook tried to do their own phone OS? Yeah. And phones? It was bad. It was bad. Well, well Amazon. I mean, at that point, I was like, mm, pretty cool. Like, wow, Facebook. Facebook was cool then. Oh, I was off Facebook then. I was like, no, go away. I don't want you on my phone. Hmm. But I was excited about Amazon f- phones, but that lasted no time at all. Yeah. It was like the Zune. It was like came and left. But so if Apple releases a 6K That's monitor. Insane. Zune is it like a thing from 15 years ago. Holy shit. And Apple just released a new iPod. They still dominate in... Well, I don't know if they still dominate in music players, but... Do people even buy music players? Like, would would anyone buy the new iPod to listen to music? I think people do, and they strap them to their wrists and call it the Apple Watch. Yeah, okay. Because if you can Bluetooth your Apple AirPods to it and go for a run, it's yeah. the new iPod, like... Yeah, and maybe people also buy it for, as a dedicated, like, music thing in their house... To connect to their Sonos. Or their home like, pod. Because like in, if you're like in a family situation or something, it could make sense. It becomes kind of like a media device. I don't know. I'm bored with this topic. I hate it. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Marzipan real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, fuck. Yeah. Marzipan they talked about last year. It was rumored for such a long time. Yeah, because and I then... dove deep in this for a bit. Oh, good. Okay, and good. then I couldn't like... There was no conclusion to it, and it was like, it might come, or it might... And then nothing for more than a year. We have the App Store app on desktop. Yeah. It's supposedly Marzipan. Okay. And then there's a couple other ones, like, I think, like, the calculator, and I don't know. I think that this is the Marzipan dub-dub. I think, like, we're going to hear it a thousand times. Maybe it'll have a different name, but it's all about, like, hey, you're a developer, don't you hate making a separate app for two platforms? Why don't you port your iPad app to 
Mac OS, we would love it. Please, we made it easy for you. So I think we're going to see like a new version of Xcode, a couple changes there. A lot of developers are going to learn it really quick because that's how it goes. And all of a sudden, all the iPad apps are going to be available for desktop. I would love that. I think it's interesting. I think as an iPad user, there's a lot of things that come for iPhone that never come to iPad. And yeah. you're like, please, developers, just give it a different width screen. Like, make the viewport different. I think it's so funny whenever I see someone use an iPhone app on the iPad. It's you can hilarious. Do that, but like, I do it still. So there's I've a, never done it. My biggest pet peeve for iOS and my request for this dub dub is... If you and if you have an iPad or have access to one, just like try this. When you split screen, you can have the like Twitter app be in a panel the width of an iPhone, and it's like having the iPhone app on the right side of your screen. Yeah. I just wish you could run iPhone apps that way. So like, if a developer has made an iPhone app, mm. not um, oh, so like say responsive. You actually open an iPhone app; it will just open as a screen. Yeah, on the as, side. Uh, on the side. Yeah, which would make total sense. Because that's the shape of an iPhone, especially the taller iPhones, the like iPhone X line. This pretty t- like developers are now coding for like a pretty tall screen. Yeah. It fits. Yeah. So like that's all I want is like don't make me do the like two X full screen iPad app. No, that's trash. Bullshit. That's fucking trash. Yeah. Um, what other rumors have we heard? So. Um, there's rumors of a period tracking for the Apple Watch to okay. finally get better. Um, we'll probably see some new Apple Watch stuff in the fall. So I don't think, like, other than watchOS getting a couple new features, yeah, I don't not, think it'll be too exciting. Do, they're not going to do any hardware stuff for the Apple Watch, I feel. No, but sometimes sometimes you can glean a little bit of what the future of the hardware is based on the software. But, like, yeah. we're at a point with the iPhone where you don't really get that anymore. Like, yeah. if they say dark mode, you don't really get any sense of what the iPhone's going to do in the fall, other than, like, maybe the display tech is different. I hope but... they'll just have, like, last ridiculous names. <laughs> oh, yeah, for the phone line? Yeah, God. Fuck. Me too. I don't know that we'll get our wish. iPhone Dennis Max? <laughs> Dennis. Dennis Max. <laughs> um, okay, what other rumors have you seen that we should cover? Or what things do you want? Wait, out of the Mac Pro, can we just jump back to that for a second? Yeah. Um, I've had multiple iterations of the Mac Pro. I had oh, really? the, the one that's deemed the cheese grater Mac, yeah. the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. everyone wants to come back. My um, my studio mate just got rid of it. Just? Yeah. I saw it. I was somewhere where someone had made them into benches. Oh, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. on each side, and then a plank of wood, and then it was just a bench made out of. No, Mac he Pros. just he actually just got rid of it he used it for so many years i think he got it in 2008 or something ridiculous oh my god and you 10 can, years is great for a computer you can upgrade it yeah that was why people wanted to come back is yeah. it's upgradable it's disgustingly large it reminds me of a computer from the 90s size wise yeah not design wise because it's beautiful but it's so big it's insane like it doesn't really make sense um oh they were also really heavy because yeah. it was all metal yeah well i mean yeah so he he got a the one of the black iMacs instead. Oh, it's really beautiful Ooh. too. Yeah. The Mac iMac Pro. Yeah. So well, the Mac Pro, the la- the current version, I was gonna say the last, but they still fucking sell them. Is yeah. the quote unquote trash can. Yeah. And have it's, you had that? I had that. Yeah. I've had two of them. Um. Uh, I really liked it, and then they updated. God, I can't remember what OS can. update they did. Maybe like two years ago. 
it completely fucked it. Yeah. It froze and crashed all the time. It like kernel panicked because, yeah. and like, I had a 13 inch MacBook Pro also, both work computers, both the same operating system. And the MacBook Pro performed so much better than the Mac Pro that was like twice its price. Wow. Sitting on my desk. Okay, that's a problem. It sucked. So, I, yeah, they have a big problem with like software and hardware together. Yeah. But the Mac Pros, like the trash can Macro Pros, it was like their big deal because they were trying to be like manufactured in the US and they like spun up a bunch of manufacturing and built as much of it in the US as they can. And then, I actually appreciate the design of them as well. I really liked it. It wasn't functional in the way that the cheese grater one was because the cheese grater one was upgradable. Yeah. More so. The Mac Pro had like some slots, but you had to pretty much buy the graphics card from Apple. Yeah. Now we're in a place where external GPUs are popular, which is a strange whole world for me. Um, it probably has to do with VR. Yeah. Oh, good call. Yeah. Okay, so we're expecting a Mac Pro with VR support. Maybe. That's interesting. Or maybe at least somewhat like an idea of working towards it. Because like, I mean, at some point, Apple has to start doing something serious with VR, right? Something else than just like, look, um, you can measure shit. Uh, so that's AR, right? I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. And I know. But like, I mean, like the AR stuff has been cute, but like, nev- I feel like no one really uses it. But like, at some point, I feel like they have to come out with like. I'm a VR skeptic. I know. Me too. I don't, like, Oculus, like, I only hear news about it when it's, like, a reorg inside Facebook. Yeah, like, so do you feel like maybe um, Apple is just being the underdog here and just works on it and keeps it under wraps until it makes sense? I don't, I don't think... They are definitely working on it, for sure. Yeah, they definitely are. I just don't think, like, it's the future of anything. No. Like, I don't think it's the future of gaming, and I don't think it's the future of computing. It is. I don't right think it's, now, I feel it's a weird niche for people to have a weird community on. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I mean, there's small communities that are large. I mean, small just, like, compared to the global population, but there's people that still build gaming PCs. There's people that still, you know, are in Second Life. There's, there's plenty of people that will do these things i just don't think oculus is ever going to be mainstream no like an iphone is or like your desktop computer is i don't think people are going to replace their computers and tvs with a headset they wear in their living room no (laughs) like i just i i just don't think we'll ever get there and i think like it was the 3d tv of like let's get people to buy a new device so you don't think apple's gonna do anything to gear towards I think they will. Because the thing is, I, f- I feel like the trash can was always kind of like in the corner of video editing, 3D animation, like 3D in general, which is like, I mean, all those topics are like really close to like VR they are. Uh, technology. They're basically the same thing. Those are also just like pro communities that are niche. It's not like... Every person that watches WWDC and buys an iPhone doesn't have Final Cut installed. Right, but like that's I I mean I always felt like the trash can was very niche. Yeah, the trash it is. Yeah. Like it's a rare device. You don't see it that often. That's true. And when you see it, it's like, oh, do you do video editing or do you do this or do you work on film or do you have a lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> well, I I mean, to be honest, I don't think I know people that have it just to flex. Yeah, I did it. 
my last job two jobs ago, but it was because the company was buying them. Yeah, right. And like, a developer was like, I need it. You know, I don't. Yeah. All right. I'll I take know. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, twist my arm. Yeah. So, okay. We'll probably see a new Mac Pro. It'll probably have a VR thing to it, but. I think, I, I don't think it's like going to be VR, VR, but it's just going to be, there's going to be room for that to come in at some point. I think there's a Verge article about rumors for um, Dubbed Up this week. Yeah. And they have this quote from Phil Schiller from when this Mac Pro, the Trashcan Mac Pro, was launched. And he said, can't innovate anymore, my ass. Like, on stage? That's like an actual quote. Wow. And, yeah, so I don't know. Like, maybe they think that this is their place to make weird bets now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, that quote basically just says <laughs> it's so, so much about the company. It's, it's like that one meme with that old dude with a skateboard saying, hello, for you fellow kids. Um, anyway, I think we talked enough about WWDC. We did. Can I say one more thing, though? Yes. Because I brought up Phil Schiller. I was thinking about, like, who's the next Apple CEO. Ooh. So, like, does Tim stay till he dies? Like a queen? Yeah, oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> Does he stay till he dies? And, like, who is the logical next person? And I couldn't think of anything except maybe Johnny Ive, but he already tried to quit when Steve died, it's and funny. they begged him that to stay. That was literally the only thing that came to mind for me. Yeah. But Johnny has been, like, in his ivory tower for a while. So. Ivory tower? <laughs> but, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna do it. I hope he'll just, like, find the perfect woman to do it. Yeah, I think that... If they don't announce some female executive soon, um, I'm gonna put everything in by in the trash. Do you know when, cut off the Nike logos? When like <laughs> Nike like supports any community that's not white men, and then a bunch of like alt right people online that like have videos of them burning their Nike shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you see like at some point someone was like cutting off like the top part of their sock? Yeah. To get rid of the logos. So funny. So fucking funny. Well, yeah, I'm. I guess I'm excited for Dub Dub, but I'm like cautiously optimistic that it'll be worth watching because the last Apple event we watched was like boring, boring, and nothing really interesting came out of it. And I can't even remember what it was about now that we're talking. Three hours long, celebrities. Oh, right, the streaming event, the like subscription service event. I recently canceled my Apple News subscription. Good. Because I was paying for it and not using it. No. Um, in no Discord, one ever uses those. Fuck off. Like, do and does anyone use that? Ever? I mean, I still pay for my media membership. Right. Well, but, like that's controversial because they've been. Did you see Free Code Camp just yeah. bailed on Medium? Yeah. I feel like that's even worth bringing up. Is like, um, Medium's constantly pivoting, and like it'll be interesting to hear Owen's take because they're like paying him right now to write for One Zero, their new tech publication, which is really good. Um, everyone go read Owen's articles on there so he gets the clicks um, and because they're good stories but they keep pivoting and so they um, I guess there's a whole article I'll share about um, I'll share in the show notes about Medium and the recent changes and Free Code Camp which is like huge I mean hundreds of thousands they of readers. They tried buying it or something, right? Yeah, they offered to buy it, and then when they said, no, we're a charity, then Medium's lawyers contacted them, and, like, all this weird shit. So they just bailed and are creating free Code Camp news on their own website. 
um, it's like a hey, this is where you go now. So I'm being audited and vetted next week to become a writer there. Oh, because I have some free code camp articles, so like that's how that's happening. But um, it'll be interesting to see what's going on. What, what's going on Medium again? Like I brought it up because of like paying for it and not Apple News. So I don't know. We'll see. The future of Medium is blurry yeah it's been for a while it's um, been for a while i know you just said let's stop talking about apple but can we talk about the monopoly thing real quick yeah okay real quick i don't know a lot about this so you have to like tell me about okay it. well they're being sued we talked about the spotify website yeah. about podcasts and so apple's defense folks some like developer the their access to the data on um the top charts yeah so they could see like which podcasts were popular yeah. Which was helpful for any podcast host because, or a provider uh, yeah. like Overcast or Pocketcast or whoever, just so they could, you know, see what people want to listen to outside of their platform and recommend it to their users. Yeah. Which we should get into podcasting tech again soon. I know we've been talking about Soundtrap, but I just moved my podcast that's not this podcast off of Simplecast and onto Anchor, which is also owned by Spotify. And it's been a great experience. Yeah? Because Simplecast charges a lot of money and Anchor's free. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. And then this podcast is on Simplecast for now, and it will probably move to Soundtrap once the feature for existing podcasts to migrate happen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll see how that goes. If if you haven't started a podcast yet, like, just go to Soundtrap and start it there. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the Apple Monopoly, we'll talk about that with Owen, and he wrote about it in his charged newsletter so you yeah. should read that but i try to not read his news because otherwise we'll have all the same takes <laughs> that's fair but they apple made this site to like argue why they don't have a monopoly and they showed like we have apple maps but look at all these other maps apps and it's just sort of like a shitty way they think that what they're saying is we don't compete with apps in the app store but to me it looks like they fucking shoehorn you into using their fucking shit all the time. Yeah, it's because the default. It happens. Some I don't know when this happens, but sometimes when I'm trying to look up a place or something, I think when I browse from Safari, the only way for me to actually see that in a Maps app is when and then they like make me use Apple Maps, and I'm like I don't even have it installed. Can I use Google Maps? And then sometimes it won't even come up as an option, which I think is bad. Yeah, so they either have to change that. Also, did you know, if you have Chrome installed on your phone, it's actually a skin for Safari. Right. They don't let third-party um, browsers yeah. have their own code base on the back end. So they're all Safari. Like, if you download the Opera app or the Chrome app or whatever, they're all Safari on the back end on iOS. And I think that's what's holding the iPad back. Like you could use Figma on an iPad if Chrome in its full authentic self could exist on an iPad. Yeah. But it's not. And it's not like Safari from your computer. It's like mobile Safari, which is a different code base. Yeah. So hopefully we see some changes around that this year. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about is Playdate, which is this cute yes. $150 in the U.S. handheld gaming device. It kind of looks... So what it basically is... Is like the physical version of an app. Um, that's very simple. It allows you to play very simple games. It kind of is reminiscent of a Game Boy, and then specifically the Game Boy Color. The form factor is different, and it has a crank for some reason. 
the crank is unfortunately not to power the battery, but it's for gameplay. It's called, a, on Fast Company, they call it a zany control scheme that's supposed to be fun. Wow. So it's by Panic, which is a software development company. Yeah. So this they is... make software, and then they work together with Teenage Engineering, which, I mean, I love those people. They're really nice. They do really nice stuff. And they did the hardware for this, right? Yes. So to me, it feels just like an iPhone app without the iPhone attached. Interesting. That's what they it is. Think iPhone app. Yeah, or just like an app on a computer or on a on a on a phone. Yeah. It's as if you have like the fist, you get the Apple the, the app icon and it's actually a thing. I don't know. It's cute that way. And yeah. some of the components are 3D printed, like hmm. the buttons. So that's cool. That's cool. I, I don't know, would you buy it? No. But no. I don't own a Switch. You own a Switch. Would you buy this? No, I don't think so. How much is the Switch? 300 or something. So this is half. But probably doesn't offer the same games. No. And this is only black and white. It's very simple. It's very low-fi. I like that it would fit in a pocket, though. Yeah. The Switch is too big for that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't... I don't. I barely bring my Switch anywhere. I, I'd rather have it on my computer. Uh, on my TV, sorry. But no, yeah, I mean, I, I, I want... I mean, it's a cute thing. I can see a lot of people buying it because it's charming. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's a cute thing that a lot of people will buy and enjoy, but it's not one of those things that is going to be part of your daily carry. I don't get the consoles anymore. Like, I feel like we've all moved to Stadia and no, Stadia the, is not uh, Apple yet. Arcade. I think in a year... No, it's it's a different thing. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like in that corner right now because like I own a Switch and a MacBook. And that's basically all my options for gaming, right? And, like, Apple doesn't really do a lot of games. And my MacBook is also quite old. So anytime, like, I boot The Sims, it will just fucking fly away like a little drone. It's insane. Um, but but and, and I really miss, like, a powerful device to game on. Because, like, the graphics are important. And, like, some, some games are just, like, hours and hours and hours long. Like, we're looking 300 hours long. And... You just want to have the good graphics. You want to have, like, the deep gameplay. And I miss that right now. Why don't you use your iPad Pro? It's not the same. My iPad Pro is the only thing I game on. No, yeah. So I feel like there is, like, different categories when it comes to gaming. And then something like the Playdate falls into, like, the very light, like, an iPhone app kind of thing. And then... you can upgrade to a switch which is still very playful and like a tiny bit kitty the graphics are pretty low um the type of games that are coming out for that platform are usually a little bit less serious maybe some light rpgs but not a lot and then the next level is getting a gaming pc or getting a ps4 or getting like an xbox right which is just like hardcore yeah it's just a completely different thing you cannot you can't I can't get that fix that I want from, like, a PlayStation 4 from an iPad ever, ever, ever. They're different. I just need this the is... controller. I need the focus. I need the, the... Yeah, I just need, like, the rich gaming environment. You just need an Oculus, Oculus VR I don't know. setup. I don't know. I, I'm not really attracted to that. I just really want, like, something good to game on. I, I think... just, like, lose myself for, like, 80 hours or something. I miss that. 
I think the Playdate not only looks like a Game Boy, but it's probably going to be very similar to that yeah. experience. Not the Switch, but like a legit old Game Boy. Yeah, because it's also black and white and it's like 8-bit or something. Or what was it again? Um, 9-bit? Or, I don't it's know. a 1-bit black and white screen. I don't know what 1-bit means because... It means on or off, I feel. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it's cute. Uh, I would like play it, uh, but I wouldn't invest 150 euros... This says what vinyl is to music in 2019, Playdate is to game consoles. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, so I remember pre-Game Boy, my mom had this giant handheld Tetris game Yeah. that just played Tetris. Yeah. It, that was it. It had like two buttons. A lot of people have those in the toilet. Really? Yeah. It was like the beginning of arcade games moving into your home was like instead of having an arcade cabinet in your home, she had this like handheld Tetris thing that was like in the kitchen junk drawer that she'd play every once in a while. Yeah. And it was pre Game Boy. Like Game Boy when it came out was about the same size as the big the big old gray Game Boys. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly which one you need mean. And so yeah, I don't know. This is like more games, so it's Game Boy esque, but it's like 2019 and it's like a cute little thing and I don't know, 150 bucks, I feel like a lot of people are just gonna buy this to have. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah. Sorry. I think we're done. I think we're done. We talked done. way too long about stuff that didn't matter. And um, it's really hot. Sorry. It's and we right. went an hour. How did we do that? Just the two of us. Huh? We went an hour. That's good. So if you are still with us, um, please <laughs> go to Discord. Tell us what you think Dub Dub is going to bring. Um, give us all your hot takes. And then tune in on Monday. We're either going to do a live stream or we'll do what we did like with Google I.O. or we'll record it and release it as soon as after as we can. Yep. I won't be there, but I will be there next week on Thursday. Yes. And hopefully we can release these episodes faster because of Soundtrap. Soundtrap. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't remember what Owen always says. He says like, email us, uh, hi at chargepodcast.com. Like and subscribe. Like Click the bell button. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci. Bye. Bye.